Yes, guys, what's going on? How are we, guys? Cheers. Wow. Guys, we've got a special episode for you today. I am currently in the car driving to Melbourne with Julius and Ziggy Boy. Yep, boys. And in the car behind me is Shane O'Bazza and Razor. We are doing... What's going on, boys? Your tail, tail. <laughs> Shane O, introduce yourself. Yes, guys, how are we? Me, Baz Dog and Red Dog is in the car cruising on the way to Melbourne buzzing. Fantastic. We do apologise, guys, if you can't hear them quite clearly, but listen, we're getting the episodes in. We're not we're not out here lazing around. We're flying, aren't we, Jules? That's it. We've got a six-hour drive still to go to Melbourne. Plenty of time to get a podcast in. Easy to get a podcast in. So Jules has got a laptop on, on, his, uh, on his waist, microphone on his knee. We've got a big Sh- improv session going on here, lads. Shano's behind us in the in the Kia and we're on our way to the Melbourne camp boy Shane just driving like a grandma <laughs> Oi just check the temperature real quick boys Yeah man I've got 39.5 degrees what have you got? Yeah 40 40 degrees Beautiful Guys we actually are on our way to a Melbourne elite camp and the weather has decided to turn on us and give it to be 40 degrees thanks weather uh, but we're, we're going to just assess the situation. Hopefully the camp will still go ahead. Definitely still should go ahead. We've been planning this for a long time. It's got to go ahead, doesn't it, Shane? Nah, we're, we're, we're on no matter what. We're, we're going to get it done. Definitely. Oi, Shane-O, Baz, tell us, Jules, tell, tell our fans, tell our listeners what we've done on the way up to Melbourne to start off with. <laughs> Uh, someone crack it out. Actually, it was a great idea. So, obviously, like I said earlier, it's quite a long drive from Sydney to Melbourne. It's between 9 and 10 hours. Long time. So, obviously, you know, you need you need something to keep you interested, to keep you a bit uh, engaged so you don't fall asleep, especially for myself. I was driving, Lee's driving, Shane's driving. Uh, decided to have a little competition, a little bit of a sing-off. Oh, so, first it. team, Lee, Shano, and Ziggy. Ziggy. Terrible. Second team, Jules, Baza, Razor. Uh, we Three songs each. So if you no, get a chance and you listen to this. I reckon mine and Shane's Ice Ice Baby just won it single-handedly. Just just quietly, about we finished it about 40 minutes ago, put a poll up on Instagram of who's, uh, who's in front. Jules, Baza, Razor, 72% of the votes. Team hey. zero. There's still 24 hours to go on that, Jules. Hey, that's just. Oh, that's because Baz has about 15 fake accounts because he's a catfish <laughs> in Sydney. We got Jasper to make 46 fake accounts. He just does not stop voting. Hey, right, when Shane talks, Jules, try and move that microphone to the. Uh, try. To try your best, yeah. Yeah, Baz has got about 47 Tinder accounts. <laughs> Baz, say hello. Hello, Baz. Are you on this podcast or what? Yeah, I'm in here. He's listening. Red, uh, so, Red, Red, you have to speak up, mate. Red Dog's on the camera. He's gonna video everything just so all the listeners make sure Red Red's gonna um, put together a documentary of this whole trip. So that's gonna come out soon. So that'll be sick for everyone to watch. Yeah, yeah. Razor has given the big one, saying that he's gonna do an amazing documentary. Wow, wow. We'll see you in it, Razor. 
Ray. <laughs> Good chat. All right, yeah. <laughs> Ray, we, we don't want you to put our listeners to sleep, mate. Get involved. Nah, he, he's, he's doing his job. That's why he's concentrating that. Oi, Jules, tell us about Bali then, will you? <laughs> um, all right, for those of you that don't know, uh, about 10 days ago, decided to just go on a trip to Bali out of nowhere, booked it on a Tuesday night. Who were you supposed to go with? <laughs> nah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on, carry uh, on, um, Yeah, booked it on a Tuesday, left on the Wednesday morning, five nights in Bali. Honestly, what a place. It was, it was unbelievable. Best sunsets I've ever seen in my life. Oh, come on, mate. You live in Australia. Hey, I didn't say the best place. I said the best sunsets. Shano, mobile speed camera ahead. Just thought I'd let you know. Good chat. Yeah, no, I'm just hard on the brakes now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see, I got you back. Guys, for everyone that's listening, I hope, I really hope that the audio's good. We'll try and fix it for you when we're doing our editing. We hope that the audio's good. Jules thinks that there's better, better sunsets in Bali than there is in Sydney. There's better sunrises in Sydney. Uh, I don't know. Better beaches, better everything. But Bali was very, very nice. Yeah. It was sick. If anyone gets the chance, especially from Australia because it's so close, definitely recommend it for a couple of days. How far is the flight? How far is the flight? Uh, from Sydney, it was only six hours, eight hours. Basically, the same amount of time we're taking to drive to Melbourne. So there you go. And it's hey, hella cheap as well. Shano. Yeah. I just want to remind all our listeners about episode nine. Um, with with Tracy Jones because Jules, we were speaking about this the other day, how so many players in Australia are aspiring to be professional, uh, whether that's in Australia or, or overseas. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to give everyone an insight of what it takes to play overseas because uh, a lot of people think that you just got to hop on a plane and go overseas and it's as easy as that yeah but Tracy my mum gave us a great insight into um, what it takes to go overseas and all the little things that you miss out on so hop back over to episode 9 if you haven't listened to that and uh, Tracy gives an amazing insight of what it's like to play overseas uh, just on that note, you know, Shano, you know, we talked a bit about your background and stuff on the first episode. Uh, have you played anywhere other than, than the UK, Shane, in Australia? Have you, have you actually played anywhere else? Uh, no, so I played um, like five, about five years in, in the UK, and then I went and done two seasons in the league in Ireland, and that's, that's me. I've just played in the UK and Ireland. I haven't played in any other leagues around the world, obviously. When you played for Ireland, or did you play? Did you ever play outside of the UK? As in, so what do you mean? Like, did you did you play, for example, Germany in Germany, or did you travel outside of Ireland to play someone? Yeah, yeah. So when um, in around the under 16s um, or international thing, we had a big like a big year, and I maybe visited like ten different countries that year. So we were in like Turkey, um, Malta, Germany, Holland, and uh, Belgium. We visited loads of different places to play them countries in the with, with the international team. So I, I was quite lucky because pretty much everywhere I visited in, in the world has been with football. And um, so yeah, I, I've travelled a lot um, through football. So 
Yeah. Yeah, I love that. What what are you Jules like? I know obviously we know you've played in Colombia, yeah? Yeah. What what do you think is the biggest difference between the football in Colombia and the football in Australia? I mean that's that's a tough question actually. Um, if I just off the bat, the biggest difference that I remember anyway from my time growing up and obviously training in Colombia would have to be the fact that over there you just kind of I don't remember going through training going to training sorry and everything being really structured and kind of having let's say too much I guess too many instructions it was kind of just especially through the youth football you just kind of we trained four or five times a week and you went and you you didn't think too much about it you just trained you enjoyed it you played loads and loads of games and that's that's the key that I that I remember. It was a little bit different in that sense over here. Obviously, we talk a lot about, especially because we're trying to develop as a nation about structuring your sessions right, and and especially for us as coaches, you know, trying to explain to the player what's what's happening during the session, what's the objective of the session, and so on. Over there, it's a little bit. The, the word that I would use is it's a little bit more free, the free. way that you learn how to play football. Yeah, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, Shayna, when you play the. Um those teams you know outside of the UK and Ireland then did you notice a big difference in the teams that you were playing yeah massive difference obviously you're, you're playing against the, the like the country's best players at your age so the standard was always through the roof um, some teams were like even the younger edge teams like you can kind of see their style of the way to play and and, and stuff like that we played against um, uh, we played against Italy and Italy was a um, Paolo Maldini has a, has a young son the same age as me and he was playing centre-back for them and you can kind of see that Italy they're based around like that defensive like style and stuff even right through so their culture and their style is through their underage teams right till their to their first national team you know what I mean so the different cultures you play against you can see it straight away what way they like to play and it kind of comes right through every team that plays international they have their own different styles so it's always a challenge to play yeah. against them difficult teams. Yeah, yeah, love that. Is it? Is it come true or, or through? <laughs> Here we go. Is it, is it Christmas tree or tree? Hey, <laughs> guys, we didn't really plan this very well, did we? No one could understand Shane at the best of times when we put him on the speaker in the other car. <laughs> should have thought about that. Huh? We should have. <laughs> we should have thought that one through, lads. You know what I mean? Try my best to understand if he's done, it's all good. You, he's wouldn't just have, he's slow wouldn't. and clear today. Just, just slow and clear, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I'm trying. Uh, yeah, Jules' girlfriend saw it. Ah, I don't Sorry, guys, a few reception issues there. Either that or Baz and Ray's here sent Shane to sleep and we just lost him. Uh, but <laughs> we're back, the reception's back. Uh, that could happen a few times, but we'll still get through the podcast, isn't it, Jules? Yeah, we're going to keep going. Guys, I think on this podcast, we, uh, we want to give you guys a little bit of an insight on what to expect on our elite camps and with our training sessions, if we were to ever come to a place near you, because that's what we're planning on doing this year. We're planning on going to a few different places. We've already announced, or about to announce on social media, we're actually coming to California in April. So uh, we're doing exactly the same structure in California as we are in Melbourne in the next couple of days. It's going to be an elite camp. 
with some one-on-ones on the side as well and some private group sessions. Uh, Jules, so what 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 can a player expect? And Shane up and myself. Yeah. What can a player expect on our elite camps when we come to different places? Um, I think first and foremost, it's obviously biggest biggest thing is is a place where they're not only coming to just play games. Yeah. I think every player that comes, even even if they're young, because we do get a lot of players that are eight, nine years old. Um, the important thing is that they're they're ready to learn and and open to, I guess maybe a little bit of a style of training or coaching that they might not get within their own environment. Um, I think that's the first thing that we try and do. For that, we obviously sit down together. We did it with the Sydney camp that we did uh, a couple of months ago, and obviously again now with the Melbourne camp. We come together, really plan everything in a way that's gonna benefit each player as much as possible. Yeah. And where it doesn't matter what coach is taking whatever part of the camp or whatever part of the session, there's an understanding that everything that we're teaching them all comes together and is all part of the game. That's, that's one of the that's one of the key things that they, they, they can definitely expect from the Melbourne camp and from future camps as well. Shane, or anything anything you want to add to that? No, I think Jules, Jules nailed that really. Um, the only thing I'd say is that for me, I can I can 100% guarantee that any players that come to the camp that they'll be improved after the two days of being in the camp and stuff like that and that's something that I feel we can definitely give we can give them coaching points and and show them different techniques and uh, and stuff like that that they can add to their game and they'll go away a better player and that's something that I can guarantee to any player that's looking to get in there and, and, and do this elite training that we're going to be doing yeah definitely I think I'll just reiterate what Shane said there Regardless of the structure or what drills we do, the plan is that as long as players are taking some key points away for their games or to improve as a player, that is our main focus. But myself, Jules and Shane, we've sat down quite a lot and we've really put our heads together, our knowledge together to make sure that the structure of the camp is run in a way that the players can learn. Uh, quicker so we encourage on the second day we have more game time yeah. you know we don't want to give away all of our ideas I think it's best that if you're listening to this it's best that you just come on our camp and just see exactly what it's like we like to think that they're different we like to think they're unique we, we've really put a lot of thought into the structure of the camp it's not like other ones that you've been on before you know all three of us as coaches have worked on them before as well um, you know we want to make sure that it's really different we always try and keep it selection based only and I said this year, I said this year the other day Shane didn't we about I think a lot of people around the world expect what we're about now because when I did my one in America yeah. when I did my one in America I was very scared about the different levels of ability that we were going to get on the camp and that was going to be a big challenge for myself and Danny on how to manage the ability of the players but what shocked me the most was that every player that was there was so dedicated uh, they've obviously done so much training before that we didn't have one bad player on that camp 
because I, I, I kind of think that they knew what we were about, you know, in terms of our videos and our YouTube videos, that they knew what, what to yeah. expect from us. So I think when people book on with us, they, they know what they're going to get. So I think that makes our job a little bit easier. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think adding to that is obviously, ideally as coaches for what we do, we want to set a, set, set a certain standard, right? Um, but at the end of the day, as we, we can only ask for a player that comes onto our camp to, to just have a mindset to work as hard as possible. You know, if, if there's something they don't understand, there might be something they, they might not be able to do well. But we ask for hard work and a, and a good mentality. That's, that's, the, that's the first standard. And then from there on, the technical side, the tactical side, the understanding of the game, you know, the reality is that there's going to be 40, 50 players and they're all going to be at different levels. So your, your mindset yeah. to come and work hard and, and really take whatever the coaches have to offer, I think that's the biggest thing as well. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I just want to say as well, for, for everyone that follows us on social media, yesterday I announced, we announced that we've now officially partnered with the biggest brand in, in world football, I believe, Jules, Shano. Yeah. Uh, with Nike Football. Um, it just shows that our hard work has truly paid off. Um, on the next camps going forward, they're going to be run alongside Nike football as well. So every player gets a training jersey. You know, it's, it's great to be affiliated with the biggest brand in world football. And I think that's only going to help our exposure as well when we run our camps. Yeah. Um, so the one, in, the one in California is going to be, everyone's going to get a, a Nike training jersey as well. So. That's going to set us aside a little bit more too. Just um, just on that though, when you started this, like John one and one, did you would you ever, did you ever believe that one day you'd be, you'd, you'd have the biggest sports brand as a partner? Um, to be honest, Shane, no, no. Um, said this to you before. When I was writing that message last night on Instagram to say that we're partnered with Nike Football, I, I, I honestly couldn't believe it because back when I actually started this, I I just honestly didn't think it would ever get to that stage, but I think it's a credit to all the hard work that we've done, you know, all the countless hours away from the field, I think is what people don't see. Um, yeah. And I think we've, we've finally been rewarded, you know, and it's been overwhelming the amount of messages that we've had on the Instagram and, and personal phone calls and messages myself last night. Um, I don't know if, if I've quite realised how big it is really because you know some of the, the events that Nike do is, is, is massive and I think going back to talking about the elite camps, to, to, to say that our elite camps is, is run alongside Nike football is massive, you know. It's absolutely huge. So I just think that gives us a little bit more of an edge again. And I know that we keep talking about it, but we're really excited about going to America, aren't we? California. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we're both. I know for you and Jules, it's going to be your first time, and it's going to be my first time in Cali. It's so, so excited. Um, hopefully, Razor can come and get on the uh, on the camera, and Baz can come on the camera, and we just have a great time. Yeah, we get the Get the whole family there together. Baz, will you be alright though? You might have a game for like Gladesville or something. You might, you know, might have to send you home early again. Not happy. Is he even, 
Has he been there? Have you kicked him out of the car? Baz, do you have a voice? Baz? What's he doing? Why is he so shy? Honestly. He does not want to talk. Baz, you're sleeping in the shed tonight. He's just chilling, he's just listening, boys. Just listening. Good lad, Baz. Top lad. Great lad, but so boring. For everyone that's watching on YouTube right now, and I hope that camera's still rolling in the other <laughs> car. Baz. Yeah, we're rolling. Sort yourself out, mate, and give yourself a smile now. Right now. You're going on a nice trip to Melbourne. The weather's beautiful. Sort yourself out, mate. You're coming on a nice trip with the lads, and you're just not giving us anything. Yeah. Give us some value, right, Baz. Guys, can you see what we have to deal with on a daily basis? Jesus. You still there, Shano? We haven't we having signal issues again. No, I'm still here, Bob. Just uh, at least you're still there. Keep going, Shaz. Come on, Baz. Come on, Baz. Oh, so how long have we got? How long we got left on this trip? On this trip, boys. Uh, let me check my phone. I reckon at least another uh, four hours. Yeah. Guys, don't worry, this podcast isn't going to go for four hours. <laughs> Shaz, uh, have you been to Melbourne before? Oh no, three and a half hours, Shane. Yeah, I've been to Melbourne um, once, I've oh, been twice, I went once with Leslie. Uh, we went to the Nike event down there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Leslie's Lee, by the way. And then uh, I went uh, I went once before as well with, uh, with Lauren. We went to watch UFC and stuff like that, so... I didn't really get to see much of the city because it was at the UC and then it was in the casino, but I'm looking forward to going and... Casino? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to going and having a look around the city with you boys, so um, I'm buzzing to get there. Well, is Lauren okay with you coming to Melbourne? <laughs> or are you going to have to drive back to Canberra on Friday? Lads, you have it all, man. I told you this on the last podcast, she's the biggest fan. She just sits there and lets you do what you want. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to have that. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to understand Shane, so I don't know how this is going to come yeah, across. We'll see how it comes phone. across. Um, uh, Julius, we also uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about um, the insights to our private sessions and small group sessions when we travel away as well. Yeah. Because obviously, we want to talk about these as well because it's only going to probably be like a first time with these people. Yeah, correct. You know, the, the players that we work with in Sydney is ongoing. It's a, it's a bigger program. So I think we should tell them what to expect. What can, what, what can they expect with a session, a one-off session when we travel? Um, well, yeah, it's like you said, it's... I wouldn't say the word hard. It's, it's, it's challenging, you know, a little bit challenging. A good challenge to come to a new place and work with different players. Obviously, it's within the same country, so the style is probably not going to be too different in terms of what what um, what you might get in Sydney, and hopefully the standard will also be quite good. The Victorian Premier League is quite good. Yeah. Um, so, first thing you hope for as a coach is that there's a decent standard from the players. Um, gives you a little bit more to work with, obviously. Um, in terms of what the players can expect from us, again, preparation. So, each session will be well prepared for the hour, whether it's a one-on-one, two-on-one, three-on-one, whatever it is. Um, and a lot of detail, a lot of coaching points in each session. So 
again, it's just about giving them a lot more than they might get within their own environment or something different to what they might get in, from their own environment, which then they can take onto the wherever they play, apply it down, hopefully become better players even from working with us for just one day. Yeah, what, what do you think, Shane? Uh, yeah, just. I couldn't, I can't, boys, I couldn't really hear who's on that one. That was kind of crackling there. Yeah, go on. What, what do you think, though? What can they expect? What can players expect from our private sessions now in Melbourne? Players that we haven't worked with before. Oh, yeah, again, um, like I go back to what I said, they, they can expect to be. To learn things and to be um, to improve their game, even in just one hour, and um, I can, I'm confident in that we can give them different ideas and different ways to think about the game and to show to kind of open their eyes that there is a little bit more to to football than just what you kind of than the basics of it, um, and I'll also give them yeah, give them a, a session that will will work them hard and, and give them that intensity that we kind of demand. And that you're gonna get if you want to go to that next level. Um, but yeah, it's just similar to what Jules said again. You're nailing your answers, Jules. But yeah, that's why I reckon, boy. Yeah, for me, some great answers there, boys. For me, the biggest thing uh, when someone's doing a one-off session, so when we travel and do private sessions, as opposed to players that we work with regularly, is the biggest thing is that after the session finishes. We would give the player and the parent, depending on your age, feedback straight away, but more detailed feedback than we normally would give our players in Sydney that we work with regularly because we want to try and give the players that we're doing a one-off session with, or maybe two or three in the time that we're in Melbourne, we want to give them as much feedback as possible from the things that we've picked up on in the sessions so that they can go away and work on that and take that into their games. Um, so all, all three of us, when we finish our session, we'll be allowing at least five, 10 minutes to talk to the player or talk to the parent and give them as much feedback as possible because I think sometimes in team training, you don't get that much feedback. Um, you, and it's, it's massive for a player's development, you know, Oh, you know, Jules, you're really good at this. You're very good at this, but this definitely needs work on, and this needs work on. And that sort of motivates the player to go away and, and work on that as well. Um, so we're going to look to give as yeah. much feedback as we can to these players that we're working oh. with in Melbourne. I reckon in coaching, um, for any coaches out there, I think that's a massive thing you have to have to be a good coach. You have to be able to communicate with with parents and the players and give them that, like we said, that feedback um, that is a little bit more detailed than what they maybe would have got before. And for me, the biggest thing as well, you, you should never be in the mindset of you got to tell a player what they want to hear. And there's too many people that do that, to tell a player what they actually want to hear, to tell them that they're doing this right and they're doing this perfect and stuff. When sometimes you got to be very honest with players and, 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 and people, players I know react better sometimes when, when you're just completely honest. I know as a player, when, when, when coaches were honest with me, then you, you could go away and you could work on them things that you that you got your feed, in your feedback. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We, we like to think that we give honest and constructive feedback at Joan 101. I think you can't just constantly tell a player what they want to hear. 
you know, that's not going to really make them a better player. Um, but yeah, we are really, really looking, looking forward to this week in Melbourne. Uh, it's the first time we've done this as a group. Yeah. Um, I think if the other thing that's that we're also going to get a lot, of, a lot of out of this trip, which maybe we won't talk about that much, but I feel like also as coaches we get a lot coming here and working with different players what we're used to. Um, and hopefully it would, it would help us to improve not only as, as individual coaches but as a group as well. I think if you part of coaching and part of anything in life is going to a different place and, and working with different people and that will help us grow um, and learn more as coaches as well because I'm assuming we're going to be challenged both during the camp and during the private sessions again because we're working with 30, 40 new players that we've never worked with before. Yeah, um, and I think that's that's yeah. going to be really really beneficial for ourselves. No, I totally agree. That's, that's a good challenge. That, for that's us. a good challenge for us. <laughs> no, it is. The other thing as well is um, it's great for us as a group of coaches and as a team of coaches to to do this together because I think it brings us a little bit closer as well uh, when we you know because I, I I'm really excited about these next four days because we're you know we're staying in a we're staying in a house together, all of us in the same place, which means you know we can talk about the camp, we can uh, you know talk about the structure of the camp, and like I said before, it brings us all together. So really, really excited for that. What do you reckon, Chano? Yeah, I'm buzzing like I went. Like, that's a, like this morning I bounced out of bed, even though it was a like 55-hour drive. I, I couldn't, I couldn't wait to get with all the lads and uh, and get to Melbourne and yeah, and the big thing as well, like it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So we gotta enjoy it as well and enjoy the time that we have together because this is like um, an experience that and a memory that we're, we're gonna make together. Love it, Shane. Love it, Shane. We're gonna have some banner anyway. Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna end the podcast there, Shane. What do you reckon? It's a nice short one today. Yeah. Love, yeah. love that. Little insight into our Melbourne Elite Camp this week and some one-on-ones. First time ever doing a podcast in a car with Shano behind. Um, Can't even see him, he's that far back. I know, Shane ain't Terrible danger. driver. Driving with the cows back there. Anyway, guys, make sure, make sure you rate and subscribe to our podcast. Try and keep your comments positive. Probably the audio on this one's not going to be the best, but... We're trying to stay consistent with what we're doing. Um, yeah, that's it, Jules, over and out. Thanks a lot, guys. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Make sure you is, um, everybody checks out the documentary of this trip as well. It's going to be lit. Great shout from you. Great shout from you, Shano. So the yeah. Razor is doing a documentary from our Melbourne trip, which is going to be on our YouTube channel. Put it in on YouTube, Jonah101, hit the subscribe button, check out our documentary. It's going to be full of Razor and Baz just chewing our ear off. Um, Baz, what do you reckon? Baz. Yeah. Just crickets in the background. Razor, have you had a good podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, there he is. I got you, man. I got you. I got you. (laughs) Anyway, guys, over and out. Smash the hell out of that subscribe button. Love you loads. See you on episode 11. Peace. Peace.
Yes, guys, make sure you follow us on all of our social media platforms at Jonah101FootballTraining. And don't forget to tune in to next week's podcast. Thank you.